bottom line up front, reflection and focus can be two of your most powerful tools in this environment of layoffs. It's not about answering the call every single time. It's about doing the job you have extremely well and tying it back to revenue. Hi there, Steve here. Welcome to 15 Minutes CMO. Today I am joined by Mimi Gross. She is the founder of Cybersecurity Matchmaker, a host of the podcast with the same name, all under the umbrella of the company People by Mimi. Now, Mimi is a PLG leader too. However, when we're talking about PLG today, we're not doing product-led growth, which is what I'm usually spouting off about, but rather people-led growth. Mimi connects great people all day long. She's a voice, she's a force for change, and she's a get-it-donner type person. She's not only a natural but a trained career strategist with what um, I would frame up as like people insights, and insights is a thrown around word, but think about it like this. Um, when, when someone ever asks you a question, especially in a career uh, discussion, they might say, well, what do you want? Or what do you want to do? Or what's the perfect role? And you kind of freeze up. Well, you want Mimi be the one who's asking that question because she can basically read your mind. She knows how to read. She's laughing, but she can, <laughs> she's she she knows how to read between the lines at least. So with that, Mimi, welcome to Fifteen Minutes CMO. Thank you for being here. That is my favorite intro bio ever that I've gotten. Thank you. Uh, my pleasure. It was one of the easier ones to write. <laughs> It's not often that people will be willing to incorporate my practically psychic <laughs> side of myself. So I do appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, no joke. I, I do think that's probably something that, that people experience, you know, when we're hacking through stuff and practically psychic is really just making lots of connections. But um, yeah, I'd love to get into some, how some of that applies to what we're Certainly. up to. Certainly. We uh, came to meet one another in the cybersecurity world. In the cybersecurity world or even larger tech world, it seems to be like everybody's career plan or a significant number of folks who are on a career path find that disrupted uh, against their will, maybe largely through no fault of their own. Um, and you know, you know not only career strategy, but really kind of, you know, trends in this space. Um, you've been connecting great people for years and years now. What, uh, you know, what, how have you seen things change over the last couple of months? And then we'll maybe talk a bit about what the next few months we'll have in store as well. Yeah, no, it's been a very interesting time. Um, we're constantly being bombarded by news and this is catastrophic and that's catastrophic. But I think if you take a sobered look at what's going on, um, there was a lot of inflation, cheap money coming into startups. I mean, I'm speaking to the startup world. Um, and so because the money was so cheap, there was a lot of a sense of abundance. And it was fun and it was enjoyable. And also a lot got done. But what's happening now is obviously money is more expensive. And that's going to directly affect the startup world. So what's happening is just we are getting back to... Uh, being a little more lean on spending, on marketing, and all these things. And that's affecting my people, for sure. I mean, we've seen some of the best startups have huge layoffs, um, unexpected, shocking, those kinds of things. So I think it it, it is definitely a time for people to, to, to 
take a step back and do some reflecting. So I, I think a lot of people are doing that and I definitely like to take the positive approach. So, um, tell me where we want to go with that yeah. and I can take you there. Tell me a bit about how you would frame up the positive approach. So I think positive side of anything that's difficult is that it is time to reflect. And my messaging always is like the more you know yourself, the more successful and um, efficient, let's say, a job search would be or just picking the right spot for yourself. So this is a time, I think, for reflection and time for reflection, maybe course correcting, doing things right that maybe we've gotten away with not doing, you know, super well sitting back into quality versus quantity type of thing. Okay. So that's interesting, um, a meaningful statement, thinking back to a previous episode, actually, with Ashley Lee. Um, she had mentioned about mm. sort of a, a lot of uh, newer in their career or, for lack of a better term, younger in your career uh, marketers. There's this concern and pressure to specialize immediately. And her phrasing around that was really around well, maybe don't worry about what you're going to do with your life, but rather what you're going to do next. And maybe what I'm hearing a little bit from you, from your perspective, is that, um, yeah, this is a very challenging time for those who are impacted by layoffs and for startup leaders who really did have a plan for every person that they brought on board. But now this is a time to reflect about what that next best step could be. Um, you mm -hmm. have to do You're in it anyway. Might as well try to get something positive out of it, whether it's a redirect. And then the other thing you just mentioned there was um, uh, quality over quantity. I think a lot of millennials who came into the marketplace around 2008, 2009, when like online applications first became a thing, it was just like sp literally spray and pray and like do 300 applications and maybe one of them will email me back. You probably have a different thought process about that. Oh, do I? <laughs> <laughs> Please go on. So one of one of the ways I'm spending um, this time is is doing reflection uh, of my own. Um, you know, I do my job is to promote startups, specifically my clients, but startup culture in general. So what I'm doing right now is taking a step back for a little bit and trying to figure out what what is truly going on and what is the best approach for somebody who wants to enjoy and be productive and successful in the startup world. So I think that you're right. It, it does require just thinking about, in a sense, today. You know, what, what can you do next? Where can you bring value? And there's a sense of the inflation that, that we're experiencing, the inflation of money and, like, abundance that we were experiencing. If you put a little pin in it, what you get is back to the basics. And I think each marketer, each professional, if they dig deep enough, they can locate the thing that made them want to become a marketer, the thing that, that makes them really, really good on a team. And that's what I'm helping people with right now is really to identify that because the inflation came also with job inflation and responsibility inflation and a lot of a lot of things that people have that's extra. I love to make the whole metaphor 
with the, you know, the minimalist movement of decluttering. But you can do that in your career too. You can kind of take stock and look at, you know, what are all the things that come onto my plate that I say I can do or I'm happy to take on or I volunteer for because I'm thinking about career advancement and, and more money or whatever it is. But really coming back to the minimalism side of your career will help you much more securely move forward, especially in a climate where there's layoffs. The first people laid off are the people who the appearance is that they're not um, bringing this like full value into the revenue side of things. Doesn't mean anything bad. It just something's inflated. And so to come back to the basics is a, is a, is a pathway towards security. Does that make sense? It does make sense. <clears throat> and thinking about it from um, sort of the, the startup leadership role too, um, having raised money and having, you know, committed to using that money to make hires, right? You're you're committed to the investors that took the money or that gave you the money. You said, look, no, yeah, I'm going to go grow my sales and marketing function by 15, 30 people, something like that. And they're all committed to growth. Every startup manager, leader, they're committed to growth. And it's hard to get revenue growth, but damn, it's easy to get people growth. You can, you sure. can start hiring. And that's not, it's, I'm not trying to place blame on a party here, but rather I think like you're mentioning, the dynamics of a very complicated system have led to very talented individuals looking for their next move. And if I picked up on there yes. correctly, part of that is, you know, you you seem to be switching over your uh, focus. You're, and not, not that you're not advocating for the startup world, but rather a focus on advocating for um, the other side of the, of the hiring process, uh, those could be, I'm taking some time. Yeah. I'm taking some time to actually help candidates right now. Obviously there's an abundance of amazing candidates out there. People who are super accomplished, extremely talented, hardworking, and that kind of thing. And my immediate vision, when I saw this, I have, you know, three or four roles on my plate at a time as a recruiter. So what I realized at this time is, I want to talk to more people than are going to be right for my roles. I want to help more people. And so what we're doing now is just really just being with people in their job search. I call it a job search Sherpa. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm here for people. I've, I've walked a few um, CMOs through the path of picking a startup, looking at the red flags that they're experiencing, listening to their instincts, things like that. But for everybody, it's coming back to where is the place that you bring the most immediate value and you're lit up. So it can't be that, you know, you bring the most value as, you know, a data entry <laughs> or like I'm trying to think of the most menial marketing task that's very valuable. SEO. Okay. So it's a lot of strategy. It's really cool. But like, you have to love SEO to do it all day long. And um, is that a good example? It works. It was also one of those. What's more menial than SEO? I mean, well, I'm thinking maybe not necessarily about menial, cause, um, but rather SEO is certainly one of those things that's very tedious. Like in, in, tedious, not menial. But tedious. it also takes. <laughs> that's that's yeah, the right it word. It also takes, if you're doing it correctly, it takes months to really see the return. And oh, if yeah. you've got a, a company that only has 12 months of runway, they're not interested in starting to see oh, returns at nine months. 
they're just not. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. So, so a lot of marketing, and this is a lot of things that I've heard, you know, over my years of, of placing marketers is I was doing this amazing thing. It was going to take time to build. Now, my approach, it's a little tough love, so I'm going to say this. That's fine. You might have had something that would have been perfect in a lot of months. Also, make sure you have something in your back pocket as an appetizer. <laughs> because if you don't have a skill or something you can bring to the table that helps to show immediate value in whatever way that could show up, and you don't, aren't self-aware to know what that is, you won't have the strength of claiming that this amazing thing's going to happen in a few months if we just wait. Hundred percent. It's um, if you're trading on your trust and your credibility, you need to have a lot of it internally, right? And if, yeah. Um, you know, if the promise is always going to be what's it's about to happen, it's about to happen. It might just happen. I hundred percent believe you when you say that because you've been doing it forever. This is I'm talking to the figurative marketer here. Sure. Yeah, of course. Marketing takes time. To the point you're mentioning, though, and what I think you're trying to hammer home for everyone listening is that um, your leadership also needs to worry about everyone else at the company. And if they're pouring money down on an expected return, they have to know it's there. And if you haven't shown them that appetizer, if you haven't given them some real meaningful growth in the meantime... You're using up your capital. You're using up your, it's, yeah. it's a challenge. And there are, there are alternatives to revenue growth. I mean, you can show and be sensitive to that anxiety that let's say a founder or a CMO might have because of the pressure that's obviously coming at them from other places. So you can be sensitive to that and do your work, plan your plan accordingly so that there are really specific um, signposts or roadmarks that you can point to and give lots of data. And, um, I, I just, I will be honest. I have found that marketers who really have integrity around their data are able to communicate it well. And if you, if you can't communicate it well, then something's off. And so I just, I sometimes do share that piece of tough love, which is that, you can't make somebody feel better with a promise in the future. So you got to position whatever plan you're making to have ways for people to see under the hood as you go. Okay. So under the hood as you go, and you mentioned data and signposts along the way. Um, I think what those signposts might be are going to be specific to the organization, right? Oh, totally. And, and to the function and all those things. I think what I'm speaking to is a deeper piece, which is just that, personal integrity and accountability and sensitivity to the anxiety of, let's say, the people you might perceive to be the ones who are critiquing your work and maybe to understand that they're getting the same pressure from somewhere else. So if if that can be a part of your approach. And, and now we're talking about making people feel better about jobs, mm-hmm. security, and, and in a time of job insecurity. So I guess what I... I want to bring this piece back to it's that consolidate that part of you that, you know, with confidence that you can bring to the table and be able to demonstrate that value as you go. Hmm. So for example, I find, I don't think it's a good time right now for people to be overreaching into more senior roles than they've ever done before. 
I, I have a, a, a way of describing it as layering your career rather than climbing in your career. So especially in these times, the best next step would be to, to layer it. So you take something that you did really, really well and you can plan, you know, where that connects to something bigger, but make sure that the job that you're going into, the immediate responsibilities and product expectations are going to be something that you have really strong expertise in and then also have that room to grow to the next place. So where you might have grown to the top in your previous role and you're at a ceiling somehow, either there's somebody above you or you just, you're stuck and so you want to move on or you've been forced to move on, the most secure way to do that is to layer. And in order to layer, you do have to do a little soul searching, you know, and, and piece together where, where you know with confidence that you can bring that value and that. I don't think there's a way to actually summarize or say it better than you just did. So thank you very much. Thank and you. Who, everybody listening, if all of that sounds interesting and you need the next step, I'm going to have links in the description below. Uh, you can also find a lot of Mimi's uh, work for free on LinkedIn, online. Just get out there. Yes, and, and I'm going to be doing um, all of the services that I'm providing to people personally. I'm doing webinars on as well, free webinars, shows, cybersecurity matchmaker. I will be sharing all the insights, um, but you can also have a personal session. So we can, I'm always here for that. Mimi, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Stay positive. <laughs>